Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Hi, this is Jenny with Voces en Acción. Let me talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank can help your dream of becoming a homeowner true. The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for those seeking to achieve this dream for themselves and their families. They are here to help you. For more information, call First Financial Bank at 936-439-1800 and discover how First Financial Bank can help you today. That is 936-439-1800. The American dream is at reach at First Financial Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción, y voy a hablar sobre un patrocinador de nosotros, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank puede ayudar a cualquiera a hacer realidad un sueño de convertirse en propietarios de una casa. El nuevo programa de hipotecas asequibles de First Financial Bank puede ser una gran opción para quienes buscan alcanzar este sueño para ellos y sus familias. Ellos están aquí para ayudarle. Para obtener más información, llame al 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo First Financial Bank Puede ayudarle hoy mismo. El número es 936-439-1800. El sueño americano está al alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted esté. Bienvenido nuevamente a Voces en Acción. Eh, su anfitriona Jenny Rosales, trayéndole la información corriente de todos los de todo toda la semana de lo que está pasando en el área de Conroe, en Montgomery, en Texas, en los Estados Unidos y en todos lados del mundo. Y hoy estoy súper feliz porque me toca este dialogar con un grupo que está haciendo maravillas aquí en Conroe y está ayudando a tantas personas en necesidad. Vamos a hablar con el Centro de Asistencia Comunitaria de Conroe. Ellos están con nosotros, representados por la vicepresidenta, la, la, la presidenta, la señora Jennifer, Jennifer Hosfine, la señorita uh, Courtney Frost. Ella es la encargada del programa de, 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 de desarrollo y tenemos una, una voluntaria, la señora David Temple, que va a estar hablando con nosotros al respecto de todo lo que pasa en la comunidad. Y queremos también recordar que este va a ser un show muy especial. Este show está siendo dedicado a los millones de voluntarios que hay en el mundo y al mismo tiempo el, millón de, el montón de voluntarios que trabajan con Community 
eh, Assistance Center o el Centro Comunitario de Asistencia de Conro, ellos se merecen este show. Ellos merecen que se les agradezca por el trabajo duro que están haciendo con la comunidad. Y por eso me refiero a ellos en este show y lo vamos a hacer posible que sea hecho el día de que se les celebra a ellos. Este, good day, good afternoon, whatever you are. Thank you for joining us right now. Um, again, Voces en Acción, Jenny Rosales, your host, bringing you the latest information around the world, around Texas, around Conroe, around communities, the, or communities that are being affected, everything that is impacting us and everything that is impacting the Hispanic community and the Anglo community as well. Anybody that is not a, uh, a Spanish speaker that is an Anglo is needing to be aware of what's going on in com the community as well. So that's why I did it to the Voces en Acción to the community. But today I am so glad that I'm going to be working uh, closely to one of my, my selected babies. That's what I call community organizations that are babies selected by me because they're doing so much for so many years for Conroe. They are assisting people that are in the most of need. It's, a community, it's the Community cent Assistance Center of Conroe, and they're here represented by the, the president, Ms. Jennifer Hostfine, Miss um, Courtney Host. Courtney Frost, she's the Director of Development, okay? And I have a special guest as well with us, Miss Debbie Palmer. She's one of the volunteers, one of the high-ranked volunteers for the community. And I am dedicating this show to all those volunteers that have been working with Community Assistance Center. And with, at the same time, I'm dedicating the show to the staff, to everybody that works with the organization because we need to know that there's people that really care for Conroe, for Montgomery. There's people that are working daily for the needs, those in need. And thank you, Miss Jennifer, for being with us. Thank you, Debbie, the same thing with uh, Courtney. I am, it's an honor having you guys here because um, besides being not only a, um, part of, of community as a leader, um, my community needs to know about you guys and give you thanks for what you guys have done for them. And that's, I'm representing the Hispanic community right now. And I'm going to be honest with you, I, it, is, it is so much fulfilling going to your center and seeing what you guys are doing daily, feeding us, helping us with the rent, helping us with the light, you know, people that are in need. And especially now with the crisis that we have in the border, you guys are more, most, most impacted and a lot of us are crossing the border. So thank you so much. Um, I'm going to start just say, um, Jenny, I usually start my show with, I'm trying to know a little bit about everybody to make sure, you know, Hispanic community, we're very familiar. We want to um, make sure that um, we know who we're talking to and, and if they're married, they have kids, what are they doing, you know, what are their hobbies. So I'm going to start with Miss Jennifer first. Miss Jennifer, please, if you can tell us a little bit of your background and so I can go ahead and translate this to the community yeah. and let them know that, that you're there not only as a, as a volunteer worker, but as a person as well. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. And first and foremost, thank you for having us. It's a privilege to be able to sit and visit with you and share a little bit about Community Assistance Center. Uh, me as a person. Um, I've lived in Montgomery County my whole entire life. I love this community. I love everything about Community Assistance Center. Been a nonprofit for a very long time, right. and way back when, uh, when I was at United Way, who exactly. was one of our one of our funders, as a matter of fact. Um, when I was answering calls there, we forwarded so many calls to, at that time, Montgomery County Emergency Assistance Center, now mm -hmm. CAC. So mm -hmm. I've always had a very tight relationship, uh, relationship and love for this organization. Um, I'm married. Mm -hmm. I have a blended family, five children, so a large family. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we, um, 
I am I'm, I don't speak Spanish, but I am Hispanic and Japanese, so oh, I grew up cool. in a Hispanic family. So, so you understand a little bit of it. Love all of the <laughs> yes, love the community, um, love the community, and you you're thanking us for what we're doing. But you know, the Hispanic community also supports community assistance center as well. You That's know, we true. try to make sure that when um, families, no matter where they come from, come in, that they feel valued and they feel heard and they feel comfortable. So um, we encourage everybody to reach out to us. You know, for the services that you mentioned, and because it's important that's what we're there for. Ella es eh, la señora Jennifer Hoffine, es una persona que ha estado en Montgomery County por muchos años, ha estado en, en Conroe, en el área, ella crió, se crió aquí, creció aquí, ha estado aquí con la comunidad, ella le fascina la comunidad, ella trabajó con United Way, que es uno de los patrocinadores más grandes que ellos tienen, y sé, cuando trabajaba con ellos se comunicaba mucho con, con lo que era la asistencia de Montgomery County, en ese tiempo ahora se llama este, Community Assistance Center, pero en ese tiempo se llamaba diferente, y básicamente ella se enamoró del trabajo de non-profit, de trabajar con organizaciones sin profit o sin lucro, ¿verdad? Que eso es lo que ella está haciendo. Y básicamente su familia, la familia está casada, tiene cinco hijos, este, y la familia de ella es mitad japonés y mitad hispana, así que ella se siente que es parte de la familia. Y también, me dice, al principio yo le di gracias porque nosotros, yo, rep yo represento a muchos de ustedes y le damos las gracias por todo lo que ellos hacen por nosotros, pero ella me dice que también la comunidad hispana da por community assistance center, da bastante información, ayudan también, así que te, ella nos está dando las gracias a nosotros también por estar ahí. Ella sirve como un, un eslabón para poder ayudar a todas las personas y que cada uno de nosotros que lleguemos ahí nos sentamos, nos sentamos como en familia y podamos eh, ser asistidos, nos sentamos bien, podamos este, eh, escuchar y dar, dar a relucir nuestro problema y escuchar lo que ellos nos pueden ayudar. I know there's so many information to give out today, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, you guys, I went to your website, and I was like, boom, going out of the I, I common even, response. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, you know, there's so many things, but, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to have to break that down as fast as possible, because, of course, but I'm going to try to focus more into the volunteership of it, because I want the Hispanic community that are receiving our services to still do volunteer sure you know what i mean yeah so i'm gonna talk to miss debbie and i'm sorry miss Ruth. i'm gonna skip you for a little bit Not a problem. <laughs> miss debbie yes thank you for joining us thank oh, you for yes. being a, a a valuable employee of of community assistance center and thank you for your time your dedication to the community without saying no just being there mm -hmm. i i requested a volunteer to come in because it is for me, uh, kind of important to let everybody know any organization needs a volunteer. And it is globally. N n employees, yes, but so much work for the employees that sometimes the volunteers take our loads away. And you're the ones that we have to thank daily, not only once a year, but daily. We have to say, thank you so much, Miss <laughs> Debbie. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how many years you've been volunteering and everything that you do? Sure. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for uh, inviting me today on the show. It's such an honor to come and talk with everyone about con the Community Assistance Center, all that they do, and what a great opportunity it has been to volunteer for, uh, with, with this organization. Uh, my husband and I moved to Conroe about 11 years ago, mm -hmm. and it was in preparation for our retirement. 
And so at that point in time, we were still both working. Um, I, I uh, worked for Hewlett Packard, and my husband, he worked in the oil industry. So one of our goals after we moved to Conroe was A, to find a church home, and B, to find organizations that we could volunteer with, because we both knew that uh, when we retired, we wanted to give of our time back to the community and do things that we couldn't do while we were working full time. Ella dice que primero que todo le di la gracia, me refería a ella porque estamos tratando de hablar en este mundo sobre la gente que da su tiempo voluntario, gratuito a las organizaciones, sea la organización que sea. Todos nosotros, en cualquier organización que estemos, tenemos empleados, pero a veces los empleados están tan llenos de trabajo y la, el trabajo grande que hacen los voluntarios no es reconocido. Y eso es lo que quiero asegurarme de que todos sepamos de que hay voluntarios como la señora Debbie Palmer, que ella va todos los días y trabaja gratuitamente para dar su tiempo. Dice que hace 11 años llegó a Conro, estuvo 11 años en Conro y llegó cuando estaba trabajando con la compañía con la que trabajaba y dio de su tiempo y dijo, quiero buscar una organización donde pueda dar mi tiempo y quiero también buscar una iglesia. Y eso fue lo que ella hizo. Entró, llegó a la iglesia y trabajó aquí en la iglesia, está trabajando en la, en la comunidad. So you came, you did a, you, you found the church and you found the organization you wanted to devote your free time, am I right? Yes. After you retired. Después que se graduaba, <laughs> que, se, que se retiraba. So basically, after retiring, you continue working, bro. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to, I'm supposed to retire. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be staying at home. Oh, you don't well. have any grandkids or kids? I have grandkids, but they live in Denver. Oh, okay. So, okay, so you, you're, yeah. you're like me, Loki. Grandkids are far away. Nice That's to come right. one time and then just go back. <laughs> yeah, and, nice. we, and we do go up there to see them as much as we can. But uh, my passion is uh, volunteering. And uh, our church that we belong to, which is First Methodist Conroe, they okay. are a faith partner of community. Oh, community center. Exactly. Yeah. They mm -hmm. donate a lot. Exactly. So I got involved with the community center. Uh, I had a friend of mine at church. We uh -huh. had gone to the Holy Land on a trip. Uh-huh. And we came back, and she said, I really would like for you to uh, come talk with us at the Community Assistance Center. Okay. And so my husband and I met with them, and from there I stepped onto the board as a advisory uh, board member in 2019. And then I became a full-fledged board member in 2020. <laughs> And then our church has a client office inside of the Community Assistance Center. So that means Community Assistance Center has a spot for the church, right? Yes, right Incredible. inside. Yep. Girl, and so, <laughs> so we meet with clients every Wednesday. Uh -huh. We see uh, any uh, approximately about three clients a weekly. Okay. And uh, communities, uh, the CAC, they vet them. Those clients for okay. us. Ella se metió a la iglesia preferida de ella, que es la, eh, eh, la, la iglesia metodista unida de aquí de Conro. Ella decidió esa iglesia y mediante esa iglesia ellos fueron a la Tierra Santa. Cuando vinieron de la Tierra Santa, le pidieron a ella, al esposo, que hablara sobre su experiencia y todo lo demás en frente del Community uh, Assistance Program, y el Center, perdón, y ellos fueron y hablaron. Y desde ese momento, ella se comenzó a voluntariar con ellos, a trabajar con ellos, al extremo de que en el 2019 era parte de la junta directiva de Community 
asistente en el Centro Comunitario de Asistencia de Conroe. Y ahora en el 2020 es board member completamente full trabajando con ellos. Y eso la ha hecho ser paso. Basically, you are not, you're just board member and you're doing a lot of work, but you're not getting free. Isn't that cool? It is. It's We very rewarding. No. I'm going to hug you every time I see you. No. Pero que trabaja con la junta directiva, que es mucho más trabajo todavía, porque cuando uno trabaja con una junta directiva de cualquier corporación gratuitamente, es más trabajo que quizás cuando uno está trabajando voluntariamente levantando cajas o haciendo algo por el estilo. Y le digo, lo trabaja gratis y no le pagan. Le, digo, ¿qué? Dice, le dice que le, le pagan con abrazos. Le digo que le voy a dar muchos abrazos. So I'm going to give you a lot of hugs. <laughs> Miss Dave, what have you liked the most about working with CAC? And what is the, has impacted in your life? Well, first of all, I cannot speak highly enough about the employees that uh, give of their time and They're not only working there, but outside of the job. I mean, it is such a testimony to that organization, the way they de have devoted their entire lives. Le pregunté que qué es lo que más le ha impactado trabajar con la, el Centro de Asistencia Comunitaria de, Mongo, de Conroe. Me dice que lo, no puede expresar en alta, en alta, en altura lo, el, el amor y la devoción de los de los empleados que trabajan ahí, el, el, el trato que se le da a, a ellos, a los voluntarios de los empleados. Eso ha sido increíble. Para ellas creo que es lo más, lo que más le gusta. So basically the employees have loved you from day one until now and they don't want to let you go, am I right? That's very well, true. <laughs> well, I love them too, but because they help me as much as, um, I, I, I try to give, help them the best way I can, but... They help me too because they allow us to be part of their organization. And when I say be part of it, I mean we come and we work in the client office. They invite us to have lunch with them. Uh, they It's like you're us. one of them. You're not. Yes. You're not a separate employee. Just yes. to, just because you don't have a payroll, that doesn't mean that you're not no, an employee. No. I mean we we go there and we feel loved. We know that what we're doing is important and that we are giving back to the community and hopefully making a difference in someone's life. That's why we're recognizing you guys, because basically yeah. I feel that every single corporation needs to do that with their employees, mm -hmm. employees yeah. or non-employees. Yeah. We need to come across and say once a year or less more than once a year, thank you, because sometimes there's, there's not express of, you know, you probably, while, while you're there, you see so many things, especially during the COVID area that you were bombarded every single day. You were open 24-7, things like that. Those yeah. are the rough times. In the rough times, yeah. that's what you see when an employee and when an, an, an uh, and volunteer really cares for the corporation. I'm going to go ahead and lean myself now to Miss Ross because I know she's in the charge of the program development and I want to make sure everybody knows <laughs> how many programs <laughs> this thing has because it's amazing. And can I borrow that little... Of course you can. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so sorry. I just got no, It's okay. I had I was supposed to bring one and I didn't because I was going to go ahead and tell uh, uh, Dick to go ahead and put it put put the calendar the the website inside. But then I say no. I'm gonna if the the conversation is not good then I'll do that. Meanwhile the conversation is so good that I want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, quiero quiero 
voy a saltar de la señora Frost, porque ella ya dio las gracias por todo el trabajo y ella se ha voluntariado desde el momento. Dice que se hacen sentir como que si fueran familia. Ellos van a las reuniones, ella va a ayudar, va a trabajar con ellos y ellos la invitan a comer, la llevan a donde tienen que ser, es parte de ellos. Básicamente que no es un voluntario aparte, sino es parte de la organización y forma un empleado como cualquiera, aunque tenga un salario o no tenga un salario. Y eso es lo que tenemos nosotros que apreciar. O sea, ahorita yo voy a hablar con la señora Frost, que es la señora Connie Frost. Ella es una persona que está trabajando con la comunidad completamente. Usted ve a Connie Frost, la ve en cualquier lado, ¿ok? Y ella se encarga de los programas completos. Ella dirige todos los programas de Community Assistance Center bajo la dirección de la señora Jennifer Hosmine. Y es una persona clave porque quiero que sepan una cosa. El centro comunitario, este tiene demasiado trabajo. Estamos hablando de miles de horas de trabajo, miles de personas para atender. Y eso gracias a que hay voluntarios como la señora Palmer y hay voluntarios de afuera que vienen y traen el trabajo gratuito para poder que muchos de nosotros tengamos comida en nuestras mesas. And I'm saying basically that your program, you receive every single program, I don't know how you do that. I'm basically that... I see you everywhere. You know, we have seen every, yeah, I see you everywhere. God bless you, Courtney. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being everywhere. And that's something that I want to talk to you about. The impact that your work has, because you are not only giving food, you're helping with rent, life system, you're helping with training, you're helping with, you're in so many things. And, I, you know, and, and I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm just seeing a basic pamphlet you know, where the things that Community Assistance Center does. In 2020, what they did, okay, they have um, 2,250 volunteers, okay, 17,000 hours of volunteer service at a value of $475,000, roughly. That was in 2022. They helped with food assistance. They provided 12,774 people were fed, okay, we're talking about a thousand, a million, two hundred and fifty-two, a hundred and ninety-two pounds of food. That means you guys, they're, remember, they're connected with Montgomery County Food Bank. They're one of the biggest ones. This, and I think the uh, San Antonio Padua is the bigger corporations that buy the most out of the, the Montgomery County Food Bank. And you guys are, you know, incredible. You many, you're helping so many people. Um, they help with rent assistance, so far 884 people, uh, utilities 935, you know, they restore IDs to 411 people, they uh, provided homeless care for 1,643 people, they, oh my God, I keep going, they have, they have uh, duplicated and served individuals, um, that means people come back to them, we're talking about Around uh, 15,000 people came back, and then out of that, they served $4,974, and they have a sales shop, okay, that you can go and buy things over there. And people, that the money that they got from the scale last year, it was $2,193, and they provided a total services on total of $25,544, and their mission is to meet the basic needs improve the quality of life for the neighborhoods in Montgomery County. That means they're not only serving country, Conroe, they're serving everybody in Montgomery. You have to have a zip code in Montgomery and that's, that's what it's providing. If you guys don't wake up, 
in 2024, it's going to be worse. Because guess what? Montgomery is growing in minutes. Every day that you wake up in the morning, 10,000 people have moved into the area of Montgomery. So they call it new home, and that's the rating right now. And then if we don't wake up, 2024 is going to hit us, and we're going to have the triple on this. We need to help, not only by donation, by work, by assistance. Estoy hablando de todo lo que, se está, lo que hace Community Assistance Center antes de hablar con la señora Frost. Eh, ellos tienen un panfleto de todo lo que hicieron en el año 2000. 22 y solo 22, estamos hablando de 23 ahorita que viene y montón, eh, tienen de voluntarios 2.250, de los cuales hicieron 17.498 horas, a un total de 475.000 dólares. Eso es básico, que ellos, porque ellos proveen nada más las necesidades básicas con eso, le dan, han proveído 12.000 personas, 12.000 personas entraron y pidieron comida, un total de un millón de libras de comida salieron de ellos. Asistencia de, de plata, pagaron la, la renta a 884 personas. Ayudaron a las personas eh, eh, por primera de familias que llegaron del exterior, así como usted viene cruzando el border, sino que vienen cruzando. 1,028 en el año 2022, de los cuales fueron 2,000 y pico de 500 dólares de asistencia a las personas que no tienen papeles y que acaban de llegar. Piensen en eso. Estamos hablando de un total de 25 mil dólares proveídos solamente en asistencia, sin contar todo lo demás que ellos hacen, porque tienen una tienda de venta donde venden ropa usada y ganaron dos mil y pico de dólares. Duplicar, ayudaron a gente que, porque hay personas que están en problemas serios y que van y vuelven y piden asistencia. Estamos hablando de 15 mil de ellos en el área de, de Montgomery y están necesitando que se les dé. Courtney, how you guys do this? <laughs> I would say it's through the power of volunteers. You, you mentioned how we have over uh, 2,000 volunteers and um, how we, that's to a value of over $400,000. That is so important to us because without volunteers, that is funds that we would have to take out of our budget as far as for staffing to do what we do. So that is essentially saving our community almost half a million dollars. So think of it in that sense. Ella le pregunté que cómo hacen eso. Y me dice que el poder de lo que es ser voluntariado, de los voluntarios, por los dos mil y pico de voluntarios que van constantemente a trabajar con ellos, ellos no podrían hacerlo. Le está ahorrando a la ciudad más de un millón de dólares. Porque tendrían que contratarlos. Y ese es un, dino, un dinero que, que no sale de voluntarios. Y quiero que sepan que el dinero que ellos reciben no es un dinero que reciben del gobierno. A mono correct this. The money that you guys receive is from the government. So we have lots of different funding sources. Okay, tienen diferentes tipos de, de, de personas que están donando al, al, al centro. Do you receive from the government money? We do, from oh, different sí, del gobierno. From different de, sources, yes. De qué parte del gobierno? What part of the government? The, the city or the, or we're talking about the, con, the county? So, yes. So the county, county, we also, uh, we actually have a permanent supportive housing program. Housing, okay. So we receive funds um, from HUD. For okay. that, um, we okay. also receive funds. Um, Jennifer could speak a little more to yeah, this. Yeah, I, I will go ahead and ask um, her As far that. as for like EFSP and things, um, other government grants that we apply to. Okay, ellos sí reciben, gracias a Dios, eh, plata del gobierno, pero para el, el, área, el área de lo que se llama personas que están sin casas, o casas, para ayudar a las casas, ayudar a personas que tengan un techo, 
porque hay muchas personas aquí que no tienen techo y, no, y muchas personas que llegan, que están llegando y que se creen que no hay un problema de inmigración. Si sí hay un problema de inmigración, estamos sobrepoblados. Texas y el norte, todo el área de lo que es California, Arizona, Texas, estamos bombardeados de gente ya. No podemos más. ¿Ok? Simple y sencillamente, si no se puede con eso. Entonces, ellas reciben asistencia. Then, there's Jennifer, you said, she said that you are able to provide us. There's other assistant agencies, like what? So, there's, there's a lot of nonprofit agencies. In nonprofit County. Okay. Lots of nonprofit agencies, um, depending on what part of the county that you're in. You know, that I think in South County, the uh, interface of the Woodlands is, is very well known there. Uh -huh. um, there's Society of Samaritans um, out in sort of the Magnolia area uh -huh. that is very well known there. Uh, Mission Northeast, Salvation so they Army, all of gave them. You, they gave you guys funds besides. No, no, no. Oh. So, those are nonprofit agencies in Montgomery County. When uh -huh. it comes to funding, when Courtney was talking, about funding we we get monies from federal agencies at like hud we get um support from montgomery county uh -huh. we get support from um, corporations in the county uh -huh. churches as debbie mentioned you know uh -huh. uh, first methodist connor is a huge supporter of us united way is a major supporter so of the us. money that you guys received you guys of course file one c3 you guys still need to give it back absolutely okay that's what it is yes. it's the same thing o sea ellos reciben plata del gobierno de, de organizaciones como United Way, que es una de las más grandes, reciben organizaciones como la, la, la Iglesia Metodista del área de Conroe. Ellos reciben, son los, so, las personas eh, que más dan. Ahora, hay organizaciones como Interfaith of the Woodlands o como este, la, la cartera de, de samaritanos de Conroe. Todas esas organizaciones, ellos le dan a ellos, porque lo que pasa es que cuando estamos hablando de una organización sin lucro de, de beneficencia y recibe dinero, ese dinero tiene que darlo de vuelta a la comunidad. Esa es la manera aquí en los Estados Unidos. Nosotros recibimos el dinero, 5013, automáticamente ese dinero que entra en el banco tiene que ser para la comunidad, no puede ser para los bolsillos ni de los empleados ni nada. Eso tiene que ser directamente y sobre todo el gobierno. El gobierno pide que se entregue reportes completos de todos los ingresos y gastos que hay y para dónde fueron alocados. O sea, I'm telling you basically that you guys are 501, 501 like, like me and like anybody else yeah. in this room. That's right. That's and basically right. any penny that comes in needs to go back to the community. It's nothing that we keep in your pockets. Since you're government funded, you have to, you have, every year have to be an audited and you have to give them the reports of everything that comes in and goes out. Yes, yes. but you said the A word, audited. We're no, 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 but I'm saying we, we it goes very, about yes. it, what, you know, I'm, I'm revising very, or, you know, yeah. CPA, yeah. whatever is involved, so you guys can, you know, report income and outcome on everything, because I do it myself, and yeah. I'm in the middle that's of right. it right now, and yeah. basically, that's what is going on. Yeah. I would so, say that 90% of the people that give us monies require us to report out to them monthly, quarterly, quarterly. annually, exactly. so we, we are held to very high standards, and if, and if we do not follow those guidelines, then we are at risk of not being reimbursed. So we make sure to follow guidelines. Dice que ellos sí, tienen que por guía. Muchos de los donadores están pidiendo que por favor se les reporte, sea mensual, trimestral o anual. Tienen que hacerlo porque si no lo hacen, no siguen las guías correctas de acuerdo a lo que sea, lo que es un, una, una reparación no de, sin, sin lucros de, de beneficencia. Este, básicamente, esa persona, esa, esas corporaciones, de, de, muchos piden eso, así que tienen que hacerlo. Y si no siguen las guías, automáticamente pierden el préstamo o pierden las donaciones, la pierden. Y, eso, y ellos dicen que están calificados con muy buenos altos eh, rangos referido a que ellos reportan constantemente. Jennifer, uh, in your area of, of, um, of um, commitment, 
towards it. I, what I'm saying, and I want to rephrase this, in your, in your work, have you seen in the last years, due to the COVID, more support or less support? Um, various times we've seen um, influxes of support. At the height of COVID, we had um, lots of support coming in from a lot of different people, including volunteers. Okay. Uh, including volunteers. I think that most organizations, just like nonprofits, are stretched. You know, they have a lot of people Everybody. asking them for funds. So we have we have a lot of competition. Um, I mentioned the nonprofits in the community. They, we all do great work. Oh, exactly. We all do great work, and we all need support. And, and to that point, which is why we believe so much in collaboration, we try to work together. None of us can solve the problems in the community by ourselves. So, you know, we try to partner with as many people as we can. Uh, we encourage people to support us through time, talent, and treasure, just like anyone else. But um, and I'm biased. I think that you know we're probably the greatest in the county. Um, but but yes, we're all you're doing the great greatest. Work. Girl, <laughs> we're all doing great work. We all need. The support and, uh, uh, you know. please miss miss uh marlo please don't take it wrong i love you too i love, I love christine marlo we love our she we love amazing. our food folks <laughs> i watched her interview with you she's always does a fabulous job but they also support us they very are much. so good they, to you guys it, and to everybody yes, absolutely well. during covid i mean they were they were right there with us in the trenches you know um hosting all of those mobile markets getting food to us there were lines and lines of people coming out for food and they were there to support us um Every time. So. Estábamos hablando un poco del, del impacto que ha tenido el, el, el la pandemia, sobre todo en el área de ellos, porque básicamente ustedes saben que durante la pandemia se cerró mucho, pero ellos no, ellos estuvieron abiertos todos los días. So every day you guys were open during the pandemic, am I right? Yes. Sí, estoy abierto y, y, y eran líneas de comida que tenían que entregar y mucha asistencia. Y sabes qué? El departamento de comida de Montgomery, Montgomery County Food Bank, ellos, la, la señora Marlo, daban la comida para que ellos pudieran trabajar y asistir a la comunidad. Y ese es el problema, que muchos nos damos cuenta de que es una cadena. It's a chain of um, assistance from every single one of the nonprofits in the, com in the community. I noticed that and I love it. Yeah. That's why I love Montgomery County so much. Yeah, I think okay. at one point in the at one point in time, the nonprofits were kind of working in their own little world, own little silos, right? Exactly. And then, you know, um, somewhere along the line, there was a brilliant idea that we need to all work together. And exactly. We, you know, Christine can call me. I know that I can reach out to Missy or Lucy at Interfaith any given time. They will answer my call. Hopefully, they don't stop answering my calls. <laughs> But we we know that we can count on each other to help the community. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we do. Exactly. That's what we do. Yeah, they had uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Companion US, US, they say that you guys are helping them too. Have, they're opening a site and you guys are going to be having an office over there. That's and right. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Right. You know, estamos viendo cómo se están uniendo todas las corporaciones que no tienen lucro, que no, que no, que no se lucran, sino que ayudan a la, a la comunidad. Eh, la semana pasada, la semana pasada tuve una, una conversación con la eh, directora de programas de este Companion USA. Ellos tienen, van a tener una oficina en el lugar de ellos. Eh, Interface of the Woodlands, la señora Jennifer dice que constantemente se comunica con ellos. O sea que en eh, un tiempo atrás, antes de la pandemia, cada organización que no tenía lucro hacía su propia cosa. Ahora no. Todos se comunican. Hay un globo, un glo una comunicación global porque todos están siendo necesitados por la comunidad. 
y, y si una persona no tiene, el otro grupo tiene. That means if one corporation doesn't have something, the other corporation may have it. So you contact the, the customer with that other corporation, that other corporation, or you're not in the zip code. You're going to go ahead and transfer that person to the zip code. Like, you know, I guess Norwest Assistant Ministry. If I live in Conroe, I cannot go to Norwest Assistant Ministry. You have to go by zip code. Every, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. The same thing with Tombow Assistance. Yeah. They, yeah. they they do it differently. By zip code. You guys don't do it by zip code. You just do it in Montgomery, am I right? As long as someone lives within Montgomery County, they can benefit from our services. Okay. Ellos no lo hacen por código. Ellos lo hacen mediante el condado. Si usted vive en el condado de, de Montgomery, punto, que es grandísimo, usted pueden conseguir asistencia de ellos mientras que vivan en el condado. And then, what is your hardest program? Oh, that's a challenge. I know, because I, and I was looking at it, I'm like, hello, I need to well, ask her, what, which one is the one that is like, the most that is frustrating for you guys to keep up and I'm gonna be honest with you and I'm not saying that it's not gonna be good. There's always something in there that is a weakness that we have to care, carry like a baby. Continue it. I, I, Everything's um, an opportunity. Yeah, I feel like, uh, and Courtney, you can think more on that too, but um, for me, I don't think the hardest thing are the programs that we have. The hardest thing for me are when we see clients that have unmet needs that we can't serve. So we, we try so hard to make sure that we have all supportive services within Community Assistance Center, that if someone comes in a need, that we can, that we can help them, or at minimum direct them to someone that can. But there are, there are times when there are unmet needs that we, we cannot fulfill. Exactly. So if you know, someone comes in and they need to have a car repaired made, that's not something that we can help with. So we'll try to help with all the other things, the food, the clothing, the transportation. Even the mental the mental health of the the, the, the community, you even, uh, Tri-County is backing you guys up. We, in we definitely partner with Tri-County, Prevail um, Behavioral Health and Wellness, uh, but there's still, there's still things, or if there's a, um, a shelter that's full we can't and we don't have another exactly. place to send them For those are the things that are the hardest because exactly. you see yeah. those families that are you know they need those critical services and we may not be able to fulfill it right then but it doesn't mean we're not going to try or try to find a solution that, that's what them. i'm saying it's so good from you guys because you're, you're even in your weakest point you're able to say well we're not able to commit it to it but you guys are able to refer the person to somebody somewhere that that person will be assisted and I yeah and i imagine you know go to garage will be your next close if you want to if you <laughs> yes. want you know, and Go Garage is booked right now for a list of more than 400 people are asking for cars right now, right. especially right. women, you know, women yeah. that are having issues. Ella, me está, le estamos hablando acerca de, le pregunté, ¿qué es lo que más, cuál es el programa que más dificultades tienen? ¿Qué? Porque tienen tantos programas, tienen programas de asistencia de comida, de, de, de asistencia mental, les pueden ayudar con su luz, su agua, su renta, les pueden ayudar con conseguirle casa si no tienen, le dan comida, o sea, tienen todo, tienen problemas tienen consejeros, ayudan a los niños, tienen de todo, de todo, lo que usted se imagina. Métase al... Can, sir, can you put up the, the, the website, please? Uh, le estoy pidiendo a mi productor que por favor me ponga el website para que ustedes vean que tienen de todo. Tienen de todo y ahorita van a tener también un evento que hay que mencionarlo, pero ahorita lo voy a mencionar. If you can go to the services. Okay, okay perfect. Uh, right, well, um, tienen de todo. Si ven ahí, van a... El, el, el CC perdón, C-A-C, coma, o perdón, guión de medio, mctx.org. Ese es el website de ellos. Usted puede mirar ahí directamente y automáticamente les puede decir exactamente los servicios. Tienen, si van a pedir para casa, tienen que sacar una cita. Si necesitan algún tipo de, de ropa, ahí está, tienen el pantry, tienen para, para pedir este, eh, vouchers, o sea, eh, eh, tarjetitas que le dan para conseguir ropa. 
eh, también si usted tiene una, se le, se le cayó la casa porque se le quemó la casa o se inundó, ellos pueden ayudarlo con eso y también le ayudan con casas. O sea, el housing es section A, usually, am I right? But you guys help with provisional housing or how do you guys do that? So we have a, a permanent supportive housing program that is specifically for um, folks that are chronically homeless and have a disability. So we, um, we offer that program um, at Community Assistance Center, but it's through the way home and through HUD. So we have very small program. There's nine families that are in that. Um, it's been full for quite some time, uh, but it is, it's permanent supportive housing. So that housing, pardon me. So that's what it's meant to be. Once someone is, is um, eligible for that program, enrolled into that program, they're there for the, for the extent, life. unless their situation changes. That means you guys pay the rent so we, and do you give them the housing? We do, we, find, we help them find housing, we um, provide uh, rent, we provide um, a portion of utility service, all supportive services, mental health services. Um, and food and, and, and clothes and, and everything. Absolutely, so food, clothing, um, adult education classes, anything to help them um, Succeed, be supported and exactly. be successful. Succeed, be That's their right. Own. That's okay. right. Okay. When they talk about housing or houses in that sector, they talk about people who usually have a problem that is permanente, hay nueve familias en estos momentos que están permanentes ahí, ellos pagan eh, la electricidad, la casa y donde esas personas viven, pero porque son personas con deshabilidades grandes, que no tienen y que califican para el programa, no tienen cómo sostenerse, no reciben ningún tipo de ingreso y necesitan dónde vivir. Entonces, Community Assistance Center agarra y les, les, les califica y les da eso el resto del tiempo que la persona esté viviendo ahí, mientras que no cambie su estatus económico. Eso significa que si la persona está deshabilitada por el resto de su vida, ellos durante el resto de la vida de la persona van a estar pagándole la casa mediante ese programa, si califican. Eh, Tienen otros servicios, por favor, y lo miro, lo pongo así, pero ahorita vamos a hablar. We're going to talk about a little bit about the legacy and the, the event that we're going to have about this. This is more like a fundraising event that you guys have every year? Yes. So our legacy luncheon is our largest fundraising okay. event. And the whole purpose of our fundraising events is to generate funds to go back into our programs and services. And so we need the support of the community um, to be able to make those events successful. And our Legacy Luncheon is one of those wonderful events coming up on May 12th. Um, and so we have a young man named Aiden Anderson who is going to be our keynote speaker. Is he known by, why, why did you guys select this little kid? So Aiden, he is now 22, okay. um, but he started. He, like no, he does, <laughs> uh, but he started when he was about seven years old, and he was playing a harmonica outside of a restaurant, and people gave him money. He raised eighty dollars, and he thought, "Well, I don't need this fun these funds. What can I do with it?" And that's where he started Aiden Cares, and it's to it's an organization that is intended to encourage people to find what they are passionate about. Um, and he did his first TED talk when he was about 12 years old, and he TED has talk? TED yeah, talk. Yes, oh he is, yes, I and need he to is see this kid. very uh, genuine, down to earth, and just encourages people uh, to find what they're passionate about and what drives and motivates them uh, to serve in their community. And so we are excited to have him as our keynote speaker for our legacy luncheon. Okay, ellos. Ajá, todos los años tienen lo que le llaman una gala, que se llama Legacy, es un, un, un almuerzo. Eh, en ese almuerzo es donde eh, el Centro Comunitario de Asistencia de Conro recibe los, mejores, los más grandes fondos de todos los donadores. Básicamente hay gente que paga por el plato y paga por la sentada, y es un luncheon formal, 
Eh, y este año tienen de speaker, ¿no? la persona que va a hablar es un muchacho que se llama Aiden Anderson. Este niño comenzó tocando eh, en lugares públicos, eh, what instrument was it? It was the, Harmonica. la armónica. Y tocaba tan bien que la gente le donaba dinero y él comenzó a pensar, bueno, yo no necesito este dinero, ¿qué hago con este dinero? Y él abrió su propia organización. Y esa organización asiste a otros a que, que encuentren su propio talento, su propio eh, God-given o el, el talento que Dios le da a uno para poder darle al mundo. Todos nosotros tenemos un talento. Así como la señora Debbie tiene el talento de servicio. Miss Debbie, you have the talent of service. <laughs> And that's, that's what I say, you know, this, the same way that Aiden has the, the talent of music. You have the talent of, of, of as, a, you and your husband, both of you, mm -hmm. of service. Is that something that you grew up with or something that, you know, it was your parents, you know? Both of my parents, yes, they were very involved in service activities. That's what Through it was. their church, through their neighborhood, through uh, Salvation Army. Oh, okay. Through um, Star of Hope in downtown Houston. And so they left a legacy that, uh, yeah. The same thing you and with, with you. Are you married? I need to I ask. Am. Yes. <laughs> yes. You look like a little kid. That's what I need to ask you. So basically, in, in you're married. You have kids. We have one little boy. One yes. little boy. Yes. So you're devoted to your one little boy, and then you have time to work like you work because you work kind of crazy. I, I, the <laughs> crazy hours that you work is incredible because I know that you guys do more hours than the ones that you require because <laughs> there's no way. Uh, there's no way you can do this. This is not, not you know, how many employees per se you have? We have a total of 14 employees. 14 empleados. Dos mil y pico de voluntarios. Imagínense el trabajo que hay que hacer. Y ellas no se dan basto con el montón de horas. You're never in your office because I know that you're never there. <laughs> well, you know, I wonder, And I, I was lucky that that day I was here yeah. to get you. <laughs> it was after hours, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, give me a 5.30 or I call you. I'm like, okay, she's still in the office. That's good. Ellas no están en la oficina. Pasan todo el tiempo con clientes, con donadores. La señora está organizando todos los proyectos. La presidenta está todo por todos lados. Pero eso es lo que ellas aman. You, like, you guys love... Yeah. your work that's yes that's what it is my mama used to say something when you love your work you continue doing it right. yes and there's nothing that 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 will be able to just reduce that um we're gonna go ahead and take a break and i have to take a break because of god knows i need to take a break <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna take a break and then when we come back we're gonna continue talking about volunteerism and what else we can do the community is gonna be doing for you guys now and close the show Voy a tomar un break y en este break voy a, 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 ¿cómo se llama? A regresar. Vamos a hablar sobre nuestro sponsor, nuestro sponsor de hoy, que es First Financial Bank. Como siempre, ellos nos ayudan. Así que vamos a hablar de ellos, pero cuando regresamos y vamos a hablar sobre la, el, la parte que nosotros como comunidad hispana podemos hacer para darle a ellos y cerrar el show. Thank you. Hey, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. Are you ready to make your dreams come true in home ownership? The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for you and your family. We're here to help you. Call 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800. And discover how can we assist you. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank, equal housing lender 
member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción y hoy vamos a hablar sobre uno de nuestros patrocinadores, First Financial Bank. ¿Listo para hacer realidad su sueño de comprar su propio hogar? Nuevo programa hipotecario de vivienda accesible de First Financial Bank puede ser una opción excelente para usted y su familia. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Nuevamente, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden asistir. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Thank you for holding there and for coming back into the show. We were almost at the end of the show, but I never forgotten my sponsor. My sponsor is First Financial Bank, which I love them today. You know, they have been with us for many years, for ages, since 1900, and they have been in the area of Conroe providing services of to your financial needs, whether it's uh, opening a basic bank account or a savings, or whether it's, you know, uh, getting your funding for your house or, or for school. First Financial Bank is there, all their staff, especially nowadays that we're very uncertain of our economy. First Financial Bank is willing to work with you and guide you through your economy. But what I like from them is that they're working with people that don't have a social security. They're able to help you regardless who you are. And if you have an ITIN number, they have a program that they will lend you up to $400,000 you know, for you to get the support and get the housing that you want and you know, build up your American dream. Uh, so if you needed to get a hold of them, their phone number is um, 936-439-1800, again, 936-439-1800 and they will be able to pick up the phone and help you. Their, their assistance there and the customer service is amazing. You can talk to Susie Woods. You can talk to anybody under her staff. You can talk to Miss um, um, Parker as well. Susie Parker. They're, they're, they're just there to assist you whenever. Estamos de vuelta con ustedes y esta vez estamos hablando sobre nuestro patrocinador eh, que siempre nos da la mano. First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank está con nosotros por muchos años. Ha estado sirviendo a la comunidad de Conroy y Montgomery por muchos años, desde 1900 y están para quedarse. Pero lo bonito de ellos es que en el momento crucial de, de nosotros, con de la las la, la partes financieras de nosotros está en juego, ellos nos pueden asistir guiándonos, no solamente con abrir con una cuenta regular de chequeras o de, do, o de ahorro, sino también con lo que nosotros necesitamos, nuestras casas. Muchos soñamos con tener una casa y decimos, no podemos tener una casa. Sí la podemos tener porque aunque no tengas un seguro social, te pueden ayudar con un ITIN number. Llama a la señora Susie Woods. Ella está encargada del departamento en español en el préstamo financiero para casas hasta, ciento, hasta 400 mil dólares. Mientras que tú tengas un ITIN number y hayas hecho tus taxes y todo lo demás esté en regla, ella te puede ayudar para que hagas tu negocio o hablas tu, hablas tu casa. Ella habla, habla con ella al... 936-439-1800, nuevamente 936-439-1800 y recuerda que First Financial Bank está al alcance de tu sueño americano y están respaldados por FCIC. Muchísimas gracias a First Financial Bank. And we're back with <laughs> Community Center Assistance to, because we, we are almost closing, but I wanted to um, close with their feedback to the community. I want them to give us, okay, to give us the feedback. Um, in a couple of words, I'm going to give it to you guys so I can go ahead and translate right quick. Okay. You can start. What is it that you're needing from our community? We need people to spread the word. 
let people know that we're here to help. Uh, we need time, talent, and treasure. So if you want to volunteer, we are never short of volunteer opportunities. We need sponsors, just like everybody. would be remiss to not thank First Financial for being a sponsor of ours as well. Um, but, you know, we that's what we need. We need people to talk about us. We need people to volunteer. We need people to... Um, You know, help support us, help support us in our efforts. Ella es lo que les pedí que dijeran en pocas palabras lo que necesitan. Y, y la señora Jennifer acaba de decir voluntarismo, soporte monetario y, y, que, y que pasen la palabra, pasen la palabra de que ellos existen, de que, de, de que el centro de comunidades de asistencia comunitaria de Conro existe y que está para ayudar a la comunidad. Y por favor, eso lo tienen largo. What about you, Miss Debbie? What would you say as a volunteer? I would say, please give of your time. You will get so much more out of it than you ever, ever, ever can know. And it touches your heart and it touches your soul. And uh, you learn a lot about our community. Also. Dice que ella lo que les recomienda a los que no están haciendo nada, que están sentados en la casa, que por favor donen su tiempo. Den, donen su tiempo lo más rápido posible para que puedan entender ustedes. Y, y apreciar a ustedes y ustedes consiguen más al donar su tiempo de lo que ustedes dan ustedes aprenden a amar aprenden a, a, a familiarizarse con la necesidad del pueblo y a querer más su trabajo si ustedes van realmente a donar su tiempo thank you Miss Debbie I'm closing with you Miss Frost <laughs> well I would echo what both Jennifer and Debbie said but would also like to share with the community that we're here to and committed to you we've been in the community for 42 years now and we want to be able to provide the best possible care that we can when you have that financial crisis when you're in need of food and clothing we are here for you and so that's what I would like to be able to share with the community la señora Courtney dice que quiere que sepa que, no son, que ellos están aquí ya tienen 42 años de estar aquí 42 años trabajando con la comunidad y que ella lo que quiere que usted entienda es que ellos están aquí para servicio de ustedes completamente, para soportarlos, para ayudarlos en todo lo que ustedes necesitan, sea comida, ropa, lo que necesiten. Este es el centro de, de asistencia de, de, la, de la comunidad de Conro está abierto para ustedes. Ustedes pueden llamar por teléfono. Mi, la información de ellos está en mi website, está en el website de ellos también. Por favor, ellos tienen gente que les pueden ayudar. Do you have people that speak Spanish on your center? Yes. Okay. Cuando hablan, hablen en español porque ellos tienen que contestar las llamadas en español también. <laughs> That's a good one. So I bet you it's a volunteer most of the time, Mama, right? <laughs> We can always use volunteers exactly. who are bilingual. You, exactly. It's always helpful Y si ustedes quieren voluntariarse, necesitan personas que hablen español también, por favor. Esta es la última llamada que se le da al, al, a la sociedad para que aprendan, para que se den cuenta de que realmente el Centro Comunitario de Asistencia de Conroe está para ayudar a la comunidad. It was a great show. It was an amazing show. Thank you guys for coming. To all the volunteers out there, thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> thank you. Because that's a godly work. Thank you for being with us in Voces en Acción. Thank you for joining us. And th thank you for helping uh, this community to raise high. You guys are doing it. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Gracias por ayudar todos los voluntarios. Gracias. Thank you, Miss Frost. Gracias a señora Jennifer. Gracias a señora Debbie por estar hoy día. Nos despedimos y nos vemos en nuestro próximo show. Que pasen buenas tardes. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.